Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Call Me Donovan. Today is uh, Alcohol Retirement Day 241. It is January 23rd, 2024. This month is moving on, moving on, moving on. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, I'll try to keep this one short because I know the last one I just kind of rattled on about a a technical issue that I had, which update, we got all that resolved. We managed to finally get the domain back. It's under my control. Everything is hunky-dory. We're, we're good to go. But if you haven't listened or watched the last episode, then I encourage you to go back. It's about making sure that you have full control of your own domain name and don't ever let anybody else that you can't easily talk to or have a paper trail or any of that, control your domain. Okay, enough of that. So one of the things that in times past, when I would go on an alcohol break, not a retirement, because a retirement is I'm done, never going to do it again. What I also liken to a lifestyle change, which is what I've been doing. Any of the times past where I would take a, a break from alcohol, whether it be for a couple of months or even for the one year that I did from 2017 to 2018, I would start losing weight. Now, I'm five foot eight, which if you look at all the charts and my age, I haven't looked it up recently, but I think I'm supposed to be around about 160, probably no more than 165 pounds. Honestly, on my frame, if... <laughs> If if I was 160, I'd probably look malnourished. At least that's what I think. Well, let's just say that I haven't been in the 160 range in a long, long, long time. I believe when Lee and I got married in 1990, I was 125 pounds, 130 pounds, something like that. I could easily wear a 29-inch waist. She actually outweighed me by 20 pounds, maybe. But she looked good with that that 20 pounds. So I, that's, that's not to, to shame her at all. Well, for the last several years, I say decade, I have I have flirted with hanging around usually 180 to 188-ish pounds. The one time, which is over a decade ago, it would have been 2000 and, uh, 2006, is when I had my wisdom teeth cut out. And I was one of those, and it, it, it seems that this is my lot in life. I fall in those statistic, statistically minuscule areas that if something's going to go wrong, it's going to go wrong with me. Same thing happened with my vasectomy when I had it in 2001. You always hear the stories about, yeah, go in on a Friday, sit on a, a frozen bag of peas, you'll be back at work on Monday. No, I was out for a week. I was literally out for a week. I know that's probably uh, TMI, but anyway, I'm, the point that I'm trying to make is I had some issues with after I had my wisdom teeth cut out, to the point that I could barely open my mouth just enough to get a spoon in. So for almost a month, I lived on 
oatmeal and ibuprofen. And I dropped down in the 170 range to the point that I walked into the office uh, one day of the assistant city manager at the time for the city of Tipton where I worked. And his immediate reaction was, damn, dude, what's going on with you? How much weight have you lost? Well, that's not the case now. Uh, I have gotten up to, I think, around 194. And I was flirting, especially over the last year, year and a half, maybe even two years, I have been flirting. I've stayed over 190 pounds. And like I said, typically, if I would take a break from alcohol, if it was just a three, four, five, six months, or even a year, I would I would routinely lose about 10 pounds easily. It would just come off within the first two to three months. Not this time. I don't know if it has anything to do with age. Probably. My metabolism has slowed down due to age. Probably. So I'm at 241, and I have not been able to get below 190 pounds. Matter of fact, and I keep a track of it on my phone in the health app. And um yeah, for about a for about a year now, I'm going to say that the lowest I've gotten is 190 point something. Not even 189 point something, 190 point something. I need to do something. You know, I'm I'm doing a lifestyle change of of retiring from alcohol, alcohol retirement. And I can't I can't see where I've increased my caloric intake. I mean, I don't count calories. It's just I'm not that kind of person. And there are studies out there that that have shown, and of course there are studies that counteract that. I mean, this week eggs are good for you, next week they're not good for you, whatever. I don't believe that I eat more than I should. I mean, me being the age I am and and being a male, my body is supposed to, without me really doing anything other than sleeping, just my, my normal everyday get up, walk from here to there, walk into the house, walk back up to the office, go to a client's location, whatever. Not, not any like exercising or running or jogging or fast walking or any of that. I should I should burn about twelve to fourteen hundred calories. Anything extra over that, if I burn that, then you know the two thousand calorie a day diet. So I'm fairly confident I'm not going over two thousand calories. And I try not to have second helpings of anything. And I love meat, so yes, I'm a red meat eater. I love chicken. I love pork. Uh, I'm a car- carnivore. Just plain and simple, <laughs> you know. So I decided this week, I read a few articles, and, and I've I've looked at this on and off over the last several years, but I decided to give intermittent fasting a try. So today is is technically day two, and I'm doing the 16-8. Oh boy, when I jump in, I jump in with both feet. And for the uninitiated, which I know you're not, you're a smart fucker, the 16-8 intermittent fasting is you have an eight-hour period of the day where you can eat. And then you have a 16-hour period of the day where you don't. Now, that that don't doesn't mean you, you can't have anything. You can have water. You can have a black coffee. You can have green tea. The point is you don't want to put anything in your body that would necessarily give it the fuel to convert it to glucose instead of making it go, shit, 
we need energy and start pulling from your fat stores because that's what you want it to do. So yesterday, I, uh, I'm doing my, my time frame between roughly about 8 and 4. That's my eating. So I'm, I'm saying I'm not eating before 8 o'clock in the morning, and I'm not having anything after 4 unless it's water or black coffee. I don't like green tea, so basically it's, it's always going to be black coffee. And matter of fact, this morning, because I get up at 5 and take a shower, and I'm usually having coffee by 5.30-ish, I normally have coffee with vanilla creamer in it, like the liquid vanilla creamer. And God, I love that stuff. But this morning, because it does it does have some sugar in it, so it's got some calories, I forced myself to have two cups of black coffee. It's not terrible. It's not the best in the world, but it's not terrible. And then I walked up and down the driveway for about 10 minutes or so. I know, not a whole lot. But because of the weather, the temperatures especially, what I used to do is during the spring and summer months, around about 5, 5.15 in the afternoon, I'd change clothes, get in my backyard, put on a podcast, and, and I would fast walk around my backyard for about 35 or 40 minutes. Haven't been able to do that any this year, of course, and well, pretty much I might have done it a couple of times last year. So I'm on this intermittent fasting. Yeah, last night was a little bit rough. I was okay at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, but as it started getting around 7 and 8 o'clock, I found myself almost like when you retire from alcohol, you've got all this free time, right? And you don't know what to do with this free time. You need to fill that, that void of free time, which I've said in the past is the reason why I've started all these other little activities that I do with uh, pushing Tifton Talks more doing the online radio station at radiotiff.com. I'm, I'm sitting there and burning through a shit ton of YouTube like I do almost every day because <laughs> I watch a lot of the political stuff on there. And I even told my wife, I'm like, <clears throat> I feel like I should be, I need to go eat, not because I'm necessarily hungry, because at that point I wasn't, but it was like, I, it's something I need to do. And uh, she's like, yeah, habit. We normally try to be in bed between 9.30 and 10 o'clock every night. 10 o'clock is stretching it for me because of the fact that I'm up at 5 o'clock practically every day. Even on Saturday and Sundays, I cannot sleep past 6 now. And so going to bed, I needed to go to bed. Going to bed hungry is interesting. I woke up surprisingly not hungry. I thought I might be starving, but no, I was not. Even through my shower, I was like that, that, that those hunger pangs that you would normally get, I, I wasn't getting those. Like I told my wife, the biggest issue I've ever had with, with trying to do any type of fasting is if I go for certain periods of time without eating, it's not that I, I, my stomach is necessarily feeling like it's trying to devour itself. I get these headaches, it could be because there's a line of thinking scientifically that as you start burning your fat stores, and this happens in women a lot, you're burning off estrogen, which then gives women uh, the mopey, very wanting to cry at the drop of a hat kind of thing. It also holds toxins. So that could be what's giving me the headache. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, not a doctor, not a nutritionist. But I didn't get the headache last night. I didn't have one this morning. So I had two cups of black coffee. And then I had my normal breakfast, normal in air quotes, uh, because I'm trying to stick with 
two eggs scrambled, throw a little bit of uh, onion in that. I uh, had a handful of hash brown, um, tater tots rather, that I convert into hash browns because they're basically hash browns just in a different form and four strips of bacon. And then I pour up a, a glass of emergency, take my multivitamin, my fish oil, and my vitamin D3 uh, because trying to stave off the, the winter blues, if you will. That was probably around about 8.20. So it's now 9.22 as I'm about to, to wrap this up because I've already gone on longer than I intended to. <laughs> Sorry about that. But that's where I am today. So one day down... And I'm starting off at 191.2. So we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my best to not get discouraged if I don't see a dramatic weight drop in the next week or two. I read this, uh, I read this story of this one woman where she eventually started doing this. When she first attempted it, she got depressed because... Dropping a pound a week just wasn't fast enough for her. So she had some setbacks. And then she she eventually figured out, you no, know, this is this is like the race between the tortoise and the hare. Slow will win this race. You know, this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. Over the course of about a year or two, she she dropped roughly about 80 pounds. I think 80. Somewhere between 220 and 240 down to about 140. So she said she fluctuates between 140 and 150, and she's comfortable there. And she does the 16-8 six days a week. Sunday is her cheat day. So that's what I'm going to try to follow. I'm going to give myself Sunday to eat anytime. Not just like go balls to the wall and eat everything that I can. If it's after 4 o'clock and I want a little something, you know, maybe some Fig Newton bars or something like that. Sunday will be the day that I actually have coffee with my vanilla creamer in it that I love so much. That's not to say that like on Friday or Saturday, we might get pizza. Or we love Arby's, we love roast beef. As long as it's within my my eight-hour window, that's all I'm concerned about. That and not overeating. I mean, I don't need to sit there and eat an eight-course meal for lunch, even if that is the only meal I have, you know, if your one meal is 4,500 calories and that's the only thing you eat, that's still no good. That's not doing your body any good. And that's not help. The 16 eight's not going to help you with that. So it's not a magic pill. I get that. It's something that I need to try. If I'm doing the alcohol retirement, which is a lifestyle change, then I also, and, and, and I'm not seeing any weight loss, it seems to reason that I need to make some additional changes in my lifestyle so that I can. Hopefully, like I said, my goal for 2024 is to drop a minimum of 10 pounds. If I can get down to around 180, I'll be happy. Honestly, if I can get down to around 185, I'll be happy. But if I can get back down to 180, I'll be even happier. Because last year, I bought a pair of these utility pants by a company called TrueWorks. They're not cheap. They're $80 a pair, but they've got pockets out the wazoo. I mean, there's a there's a pocket on the right leg that I put my cell phone in. I've got a pocket that I can put a pen in. Uh, you, could pro- you could put a carpenter's pencil in it. There's other pockets on this side, um, and they're made out of this water-repellent material. When I bought the, the original pair, I bought them with the 36 waist. I couldn't 
I couldn't fit in them. So I sent them back and got a 38. And my, they're the only pair of these that I own. And I wear them pretty much every week, practically every day except Friday, Monday through Thursday. And my wife asked me last week, she said, when are you going to get another pair of those? And I'm like, well, I don't necessarily want to buy another pair of 38s. And then three months down the road, they swallow me up, you know, if I get lucky enough that, that this works. And so I'm going to put that on hold. I'm going to give myself at least a month. And if I can see some movement of just a couple of pounds, if I can adhere and stick to this 16-8 intermittent fasting, then that'll, that'll give me encouragement to continue and the fact that I'll be able to buy those, those 36s. Or I literally have a pair of button-fly denim jeans that are 34s that I used to could wear, but I can't wear now. So if I get back down to a 34, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy. But the goal is 185, hopefully 180, and then anything after that will, will just be icing on the proverbial cake. Oh, God, cake. Yes, cake. Anyway, that's it. That's all I wanted to talk about. Like I said, I wanted to try to keep this as short as possible. I will tighten this up. I'll edit the video and edit the audio. So right now I'm looking at 19 minutes of recording time, so it should definitely not be that long. Anyway, I hope you're all doing well. I hope you specifically are doing well. January's almost over, heading into February. Hope you got it picked out what you're going to have to get your Valentine if you have one. I don't know. Just have a great 2024. Have a great end of January, beginning of February. And I'll talk to you sometime soon. But just remember, you can call me anything you want. But I prefer you call me Donovan. Till next time.